Alternative process to fermentation, produces sweeter, fruitier dark chocolate. Chocolate has been around for millennia in various forms, and people have experimented with different methods of processing it for nearly as long. Even today, researchers at the American Chemical Society have discovered a new cocoa post-harvest treatment that could serve as an alternative to traditional fermentation. The new method, called moist incubation, reportedly produces fruitier and more floral flavors in dark chocolate. The traditional fermentation method. Historically, cocoa beans are fermented after harvest, in a process that involved wrapping them in banana leaves, and leaving them out for a number of days to allow natural microbes to break down the surrounding pulp. The process heats and acidifies the beans, which in turn reduces their bitterness, producing the more appealing flavors we associate with chocolate. Moist incubation. The new moist incubation method, discovered by scientists Karen Chatelaine, Sasha Rohn, and their colleagues, foregoes the use of microorganisms, in favor of a more controlled approach. Their method involves taking dried, unfermented cocoa nibs and rehydrating them in an acidic solution. The rehydrated cocoa nibs are then heated for 72 hours before being redried a process that is both faster and easier to control than traditional fermentation. The resultant cocoa beans are similar in aroma to those that undergo fermentation, but with a few key differences. The comparison. The researchers compared chocolate produced from moist incubated cocoa beans, with chocolate made from fermented beans, in order to see how the new method affected the final product. Unfermented beans were also used in the experiment as a control. The sensory panelists recruited for the experiment reported that the samples produced using moist incubation had more intense fruity, flowery, malty, and caramel-like aroma notes. In comparison, the chocolate made with fermented beans was said to have a greater roasty aroma, while the chocolate from the unfermented beans was said to be bitter and astringent with a green aroma. The moist incubated chocolate samples were also described to have the sweetest flavor of the selection. Taking a closer look at the aroma compounds found in the chocolate, using gas chromatography olfactometry, it was discovered that the moist incubated chocolate contained higher levels of multi-strecker aldehyde compounds than its fermented counterpart. Strecker aldehyde compounds can also be found in beer, where they are responsible for the multi characteristics. In addition, they also identified lower levels of pyrazines, which produce a roasty aroma, in line with the feedback from the sensory panel. Moist incubation revealed that the chocolate had a pleasant floral and fruity aroma, distinct from the more roasty characteristics of traditional chocolate. The resulting aroma and sweetness of chocolate produced this way, could appeal to those who currently avoid dark chocolate because of the associated bitterness. This incubation method could, therefore, serve as a viable alternative for post-harvest treatment. In 2017, the World Cocoa Foundation launched the Cocoa and Forests Initiative, CFI, which is currently being implemented in Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Colombia, and more recently, Cameroon. The initiative is co-chaired by the respective governments of these countries and supported by P4F and BUSA. The 35 companies involved have signed the Cocoa and Forests Initiative Collective Statement of Intent, supported by the Prince of Wales. The statement commits companies to, quote, working together, 
pre-competitively to end deforestation and forest degradation in the cacao supply chain, with an initial focus on Ghana and Côte d'Ivoire. Among the signatories of the initiative are Mars, as well as other leading global companies like Cargill and Barry Colbot. Mars has recently updated its progress towards the commitments for the year 2021, stating that their goal to achieve net zero by 2050 was not easy, but they're up for the challenge. In Mars' view, the most important first step is to create a deforestation-free cocoa supply chain, an objective towards which the company claims to have made great progress. The report states that, stopping deforestation in cocoa, starts with transparency and technology, but is ultimately made possible by working with our suppliers and other partners, while keeping the farming communities at the center of our efforts. Historically, accurately tracking the origin of cocoa has proven challenging, but with the introduction of GPS polygon mapping, we now have the ability to trace the entire perimeter of a farm, rather than just a single GPS point. By using this technology, it is possible to achieve better transparency, prevent cocoa laundering, and verify that cocoa is grown without deforestation. In its announcement, Mars revealed that almost 94% or greater than 130,900 of its cocoa plots in Ghana and Côte d'Ivoire are now polygonally mapped, a move the company says is essential to helping protect the forests and stop deforestation. To combat the effects of the company's contribution to climate change, Mars, alongside suppliers and civil society partners, has reportedly distributed greater than 1,118,300 new non-cocoa trees in 2021, designed to increase biodiversity, provide shade, and capture carbon. Also in 2021, greater than 272,600 hectares in its cocoa supply chain across Côte d'Ivoire and Ghana were included in a deforestation risk assessment, according to the company's suppliers. If Mars and other key industry players are able to achieve a truly deforestation-free cocoa supply chain as early as 2025, it could mark the first great success of the initiative since its launch in 2017. Find links to the full 2021 Mars CFI progress report in the article on the Bartok's website. National Confectioners Association teams up with World Cocoa Foundation in the fight for conservation. The National Confectioners Association and the World Cocoa Foundation have joined forces to demand action to protect West African rainforests from deforestation caused by cocoa farming. The two authoritative organizations, suggest that a mandatory due diligence framework be implemented in the United States as an added effort to support the conservation of forests threatened by deforestation due to cocoa farming. When people refer to a due diligence framework, they typically mean a documented set of tools and controls to employ when evaluating a claim. Having a framework that is agreed upon as a standard will ensure that a consistent level of quality is applied to each evaluation. Having a consistent approach also means that reporting metrics can be standardized, creating the ability to baseline what good looks like and also, therefore, identify anomalies. Supply chain transparency was cited as critical to conservation efforts, which requires cooperation between all parties involved, farmers, governments, NGOs and the private sector. The organization's belief that a due diligence framework is necessary to achieve such transparency 
as they announced in a joint statement as follows. The commitments from companies, governments, and other key stakeholders are critically important as governments around the world contemplate deploying due diligence laws to increase supply chain transparency. To end deforestation in the supply chain, we must work towards global harmonization at each point. The industry cannot do this alone. More work needs to be done with our partners on making a lasting, meaningful impact, said NCA President and CEO, John Downs. The NCA and WFC believe that stronger action needs to be taken to enforce policies about the conservation of forests. Both organizations are pushing for lawmakers to implement mandatory due diligence frameworks, reminding them that the financial well-being of farmers should be the first consideration when passing legislation. Action is needed now to preserve what is left of West Africa's tropical rainforests, and mandatory due diligence legislation in the United States is an important tool in helping to achieve that, said Martin Short, World Cocoa Foundation president. He continued, Poverty is the main cause of deforestation and child labor in the cocoa supply chain, and so any legislation must ensure that the primary beneficiary is the farmer and his or her financial welfare. Current initiatives that are already in place, such as the Cocoa and Forests Initiative launched in 2017, have received criticism for failing to take enough meaningful action, despite good intentions. Mighty Earth, for example, expressed disappointment with the CFI and the lack of progress towards its goals. They said, the dire trends of forest destruction were continuing despite CFI promises. Some reasons for the perceived failure, according to Mighty Earth, include CFI's unwillingness to include key stakeholders like pharma groups or NGOs, lack of serious engagement by regulators, CCC and COCOBOD, refusal to address drivers of forest loss in cocoa, such as corruption or low prices, and shoddy tree tenure and land tenure systems. Clearly, many feel that good intentions need to be backed up by stronger policies and decisive action. In addition, Full transparency and cooperation at every level of the cocoa value chain are essential to achieve significant progress. <music>